0: This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Alright, here we are, a couple of jail gals um, back from bail. Um, I'm here with Janine. Say hello, Janine. Hello. So excited to be here with yeah, you, Spooky, on the, on the pod with you. That's great. That's a very long hello, isn't it, that you just tried to say? Oh, sorry about that, um, Spooky. That's all right. It's just um, the thing about podcasts, and I learned this from my daddy, is that they're supposed to be short, snappy. So if you can keep it really quick, that'd be great. You're right, Spooky. You're right, right. Let me just sorry. introduce it real quick as well, because we always forget to do that. Um, so this is Spooky Sue Pod, where I talk about all the things that I like. And it's really, it's named after me. So um, I'm a chihuahua and I recently escaped jail through the legal system, through all the very legal means. Well done speaking. Very excited to be on the pod with you. Am I one of those things that you like? Yeah, you're, the, you're one of the things I like, Janine. You're one of the, one of the best things I, I took from prison. You, my harmonica, and um, obviously my signed shiv um, will be my prized possessions. Truly a
1: blessing for me to be off there with the shiv. I know how much you like that oh, one. Oh,
0: well, you know, we all have our shiv. I mean, obviously, I was part of the um, the uh, eye gougers and heart pounders, um, in, with my group in the in the jail. Oh, what 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 group are you in? Because I remember you were in quite a yeah.
1: So see, oh, it's, it's not
0: really a group. It was, it was actually just just me. It's a grou- oh,
1: it's group of beach. Just you and your yeah, own. Just, just just group of beach. But it was it was totally great when you
0: came. Because I couldn't. It so it's much better, much better. I couldn't get you into the eye gougers. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah well, no, that's fair enough. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, Daddy. Oh, what, what's going on here? Oh, do you, oh, you want to do the pod, do you? I thought oh. maybe you'd be busy um, planting edible leaves. Oh well, Corey was just showing me some trips with horticulture. Well, I was just thinking, I just thought maybe I'd just do it with Janine this week because you just seem very busy. Oh. Oh, hi, Jack. Oh. Mm. Hi, Janine. Yeah, here's Janine. I'm glad to see you are out of prison. How's mm. the yes. statue up back treating you? Oh, it's it's just excellent. Me and, me and Corey are having are having a ball out yeah. there. Oh, yeah, you're living in the statue now, I suppose, right? Yes. So, oh. uh, does it is it uh, weatherproof? Uh, the statues. Oh. What is it made out of? Oak.
1: Or? Look, it's, it's It it's is just it, just it is a bit it is a bit cold, but the the uh, the essence of co- corey that seems to coat the place. Came, it's quite insulated, so through that. So I'm I'm lucky to have him. Lucky to have him.
0: He. I've never met anyone quite like him who excretes such a, sort of a useful fluid. Nothing he ever says is useful, but his fluids, has so many uses. Oh well, look I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the best bit of that sentence and that that's true. <laughs> that is true. I know, I know he's your boy. I know you love your boy. I'm sorry there's no seats for you, Daddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually there's famously only two seats in the in the pod chamber. Yeah, it's very cozy in here. Did you want did you want me to go? No, I mean turn on the lights and maybe we can find you a seat. I think there let me just switch this light on. <gasps> oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. I just turned the light on and I've just realized oh. That my beautiful, beautiful mushroom wreaths have all been eaten. Oh, I'm, s- I'm so sorry, Daddy, Spooky. What is do, this? I, no, that's not me. Did you, Tom Nook sent me all of these be- all these beautiful mushroom wreaths? Yeah, Spooky I had nothing to do with this. These came all the way from, um, who, who God knows where. I didn't know where I crash landed. Um, I just sent the letters in the post. Oh, no, this is horrible. What am I going to tell him? I have to Skype him tomorrow. Oh and you're on the Zoom again. He's going to be yelling, he's so abusive really. He sends me lots of presents but then I have to unwrap them because he, I don't know, he likes the feeling. It's a, its an ASMR for him. Yeah. Sometimes he just sends me empty packages for me to unwrap which is very unsatisfying oh, I have that, to tell you. That's a bit weird spooky, yeah.
1: I don't know about this man. I think that, it's, it's important not to get jealousy of friends' friends and I know that but I just that seems well, a bit weird owe, to me.
0: You owe a lot of um, credence to this man, because he's the one that bailed you out of prison. Oh yes, that is true. That is true. I have to I have to give him. If, that. He if he hadn't dug up all those bells that he found on the island, and exchanged them for Australian currency, we'd still be in the slammer.
1: Oh yes, well, Which, that that is that is good. I'm, with, I'm
0: glad. We'd still be fighting with forks for chicken pot pie on the Thursday evenings. <laughs> Uh, who's that coming up the stairs?
1: Is that?
0: Oh, that's Corey. Oh, it looks like he's got
1: something to say. Uh, the Corey thing that he saw this mess earlier and he, it wasn't him either. Well, and he, he wasn't, he wasn't oh, was it wasn't me, it wasn't us. It must be the frogs yeah, it's again. It's gotta be the frogs. Be the frogs. I'll, go, I'll go check on them.
0: Thanks, Janine. Hi, Jack. Oh, hey, Corey. Um... I'll talk to you later. I I, I think you should. Yeah, um, get out of here, Cody. I think, okay. I think you should go. This is the pod chamber, not the slob chamber. Get the hell out of here! Oh my god, I'm gonna have to clean up. Uh, did he? Did he just admit to eating my mushroom reeds? No, 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 no. Janine thinks it's the frogs. But when he mumbles like that, you could you could really he could really be saying anything. He was quite clear, really. He said that there was just absolutely no way that it was him. The only thing I heard him say was "Hey, Jack," which is like. Kind of like an alien who's just learnt like, you know, two words of the English language. Yeah, well, being the, the the sort of his mother figure in the world. That's you. You you've hatched a monster. I feel that I'm looking after somebody who's been, to be to be frank, quite badly looked after by you. Well, you know, he's imprinting on you. Imprinting? He's. You are. You know. He's going to be with you by your side for the rest of your life. He's imprinted on you. Like a baby chicken. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> mm. I don't think so. I don't think so, Spicky. I don't know right. how it works. It's not just a friendship, is all I'm saying. I'm saying that you'll have to, unless you teach him how to fly, he's going to be hanging around your legs, waiting for you to baby bird him his next meal. Uh, all right? Because right? right. he's that, just that kind of bitch. Fine. And Daddy, another thing—he's actually—he's re- really gross. Have you seen him? He's so interesting. He knows so much. Oh, he's so gross-looking there. Look. Look. Divisive you cho- you chose books. I chose looks. Yeah. All right. I mean, and where's it led you? It's led me on many fascinating adventures. Well, who's on trial? I'm not on trial, are you, Spooky? Am I, Spooky? Well, I mean, also, who has a book out? I do. What do you have? You have some anthologies. They're not really your book, are they? It's mm. not your name on the cover. No, it's it's not. Yeah. So, you chose books, but I, I beat you at that race. Yeah, you sure did. Do you want to tell uh, tell the people how your court case went this week? Or well, should we go into a segment that we have for it? Yeah. Do you know what it's time for? It's a time for Doggy Defence. It's time for Doggy Defence. Doggy, Doggy Defence. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a big day this week. Uh, the, uh... The opening of your trial. Do you want to tell me... I mean, I was obviously there, but maybe for the listeners, what, what was it like? What did you, How did you find the whole experience? Well, it was my bail hearing. Yeah. First ever bail hearing. Um, what they don't tell you is that they put you in straps. Oh, yeah. I was wondering why you were coming in on a muzzle. Most people, I guess, they'd be uh, handcuffed. Right. For me, it was straps. Right. Um, so it's very small. It didn't fit into any of the, any of the um, um, you know, implements they would use on a... On a human being. Um, a chihuahua had never been charged with any of the felonies um, that I'd been charged with before, apparently. Right. So there I was. I I've marched into court. Mm. Um, I didn't go through the same door as you, that's for sure. I no. went through the... Went you through came through that little side door. Little side door, yeah, over near the bailiff's um, box. Mm. Um, got a good view of um, that typing machine. Um, it really is just a typing machine. I thought it was a laptop done up... To look a bit like a cash register. Oh. But no, it's really a typing machine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. they keep it really old school. I guess that's pretty nice. Um, and then I guess I was, yeah, sort of manhandled into my own box yeah. in the, in the um, defendant's stand. Left to rot the whole afternoon. It was quite a time, wasn't it? Spirky? I had to wait, what, half an hour for the judge to arrive? Yeah. But and what when you... they did. Yeah, what, what did you think? I thought is a judge that really knows how to dress. I mean, pairing that wig with that cloak. I know it's the standard uniform, but the sort of individual ruching that this judge gave, you saw the pleats, didn't you? I did, it was very The gathered impressive. pleats. Yeah. At the neckline. That gorgeous. Astonishing. Yeah. And the wig revealed. <laughs> so impressive. I was floored. Yeah. She had quite a nice voice, actually. I took a little recording. Do you want to hear it, Spooky? All right, yeah. Up next, we have The Crown versus Sue Ellen Maxwell Jenkins. This is a petition under the relief of Sylvester Flanders-Nagel, a writ on the question of bail. Would council announce their appearances for the record, please? (laughs) I mean, what a voice. Very authoritative, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, quite quite sexy. I I was getting all... Or warm up in the stand listening to it's it. like the sound of a beautiful gushing stream. Yeah, he's quite different to um, quite different to the prosecutor, wouldn't you say? Polar opposite to the prosecutor. Yeah. What a fact! You know, who he sounds a bit like who? Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah, it was it was a Turnbull it was, vibe. It was a very Turnbull it? vibe. God, you know, he'll be writing his own book of nasties. Weren't he? I you. you. Did you read Turnbull's Book of Nasties? Uh, Look, no, I don't hate myself that much. Yeah, well, apparently I'm not in it. So that's all you really need to know about it. But Spooky, after all the things you... All the things I did to him. (sighs) Egged his house nearly every day. I know, the practical joke. God. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so this prosecutor comes in. Hmm. Dressed like a fucking fruit bat. And I'm not even kidding. Orange cravat. Grey suit dressed like a fucking fruit bat. I know. And also, like, the fact it was, like, velvet or whatever really didn't help. It was yeah. kind of fuzzy, right? He was trying to make some statement about the culling of the fruit bats oh. down in, um, where is it? Kew or somewhere? Yeah, somewhere that he lives. Yeah, and um, then the, this wasn't even in this district, so I think he might have been going to a, a court case over there later in that day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah like he was just oh, so pretentious. I mean, not a lot of respect for me or the court to where your fruit bat advocate... Outfit into a bail hearing of one of the most famous two hours in the world. No. Let's listen to uh, what he had to say, should we? <clears throat> Your Honour, the DPPP and the Victoria Police is still investigating many elements of the case, but the investigation thus far reveals the following that the defendant, Suellen Maxwell Jenkins, did establish an illegal casino in the Good River acquaintance. What did you think about what he had to say? Well, I thought, you know, none of it surprised me. But obviously none of it stuck either because, you know, like water off a duck's back, no accusations can follow me. They'll never find... I mean, they don't... They've never found... They never found uh, Bronwyn Bishop's body. They never found any footage of me getting on and off that helicopter. Well... Nobody knows where the money is. On that spooky, I was thinking about all these things that you were saying. Where is the money? like... If I told you then, um, then I'd have to be telling everyone, wouldn't I? Oh, yeah. So, so you admit there is money? Let's just say that Tom Nook sends me a little bit every now and again. Oh, well. Well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say on the terms <coughs> of the charges, I mean, the judge had a few... Yes. Sue Ellen Maxwell Jenkins, you stand charged with a number of offences, including bribery. Behaving in a way that causes offence to other people What what was going through your What was going through your mind When (laughs) She started to read off that list of charges Well Mostly I was just kind of uh, perplexed Mm. But then I sort of became sort of irate Mm. And then I ended up uh, I guess being scornful And then sassy Yeah (laughs) What a journey, say, Spooky Mm. Started out with a kind of like a Hmm then maybe more of a huh and then a little bit of a huh and then a little ha. Huh? <laughs> that was kind of the emotional journey that I went on oh isn't that nice yeah yeah oh well I mean I have to admit I think you're you had a good rapport with that judge I think you and her really got along I mean that play how do you plead uh, not guilty your honour not guilty I'm not guilty of any of those um terrible things but you know what i am guilty of um caring too much about integrity granted me bail yeah million dollars um which ho- thankfully um tom nook had the bells to bail me out yeah and bailed janine out oh as well of course oh, which God. is why janine's here as well oh isn't tom doing a good thing yeah so after the bail um hearing got announced um you know, we obviously met outside the courtroom, uh, Judge Judy style, with me um, standing with uh, Sylvester mm-hmm. uh, Flanders-Nagel and the prosecutor, dressed as a fruit bat with his fruit bat advocates, um, in the other side. And we were yelling and screaming at each other, calling each other names. And that was the, f- I think that was the funnest part of the day, because it was when me and Sylvester knew we were on a winning streak, so we could really let fly with the insults. And obviously, I can't tell you what those insults were because oh. they were in contempt of court. Oh, but they weren't in the court. Well, they they technically the intellectual property of the court if they're in the courtroom. I thought someone tapped me on the shoulder and said that they'd be using those insults for a future court case. Oh, oh god! Had to sign a little waiver. Oh, yeah. They were that good. They said they were going to use them in their upcoming trial. Oh well, isn't that yeah, nice? Someone oh. else's prosecution, oh. who consequently was dressed like an owl. Which I didn't even know were endangered. No. Yeah. Was it like a tawny frogmouth or? Um, it was kind of a grey one, yeah, with a beak, big beak. Is that a tawny? Yeah, I think it's a tawny. Might have been a tawny frogmouth. Are they in trouble? I don't know. Because there were a lot of lawyers, a lot of prosecuting lawyers dressed as um, endangered animals in the courtroom. (sighs) Maybe it's something they do on a specific day of the week or something. I don't know whether it was a specific day of the week or a specific day of the year, but there was a lot of them out there going full on with the causes. I thought they would just have a little ribbon you know I mean I had my ribbon on I had my ribbon to uh, you know uh, commemorate uh, I- Ida Hobbit yeah mm. picture with uh, you know had Frodo and uh, all of the all of the boys Sam Schmeagel Schmiegel. Yeah. yeah I guess yes all of the Hobbits all the Hobbits yes. all big, of them I was wearing a t-shirt that said I- I'm Ida Hobbit um, yeah yeah pretty, oh. big, pretty big day on the calendar Well, it's good to have you home at least, Spooky. It's great to be back, you know? Really settling back in and finding all of my favourite spots again. Um, You know, my shame chair hasn't been moved, so that's nice. No, 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 I haven't moved any of your stuff. Um, Yeah, uh, my basket upstairs and down are all pretty good. Mm. If it wasn't for the uh, 50-foot statue of me staring at me when I try to make my coffee in the kitchen, then everything would be perfectly normal. Well, I mean... But it isn't, is <laughs> it is daddy, because it's a huge nose looking in on me when I'm trying to make my French press. Well, look on the bright side. It's given Janine and Corey a lovely place to live. Why couldn't they have just lived somewhere else that wasn't our house, you know? Well, after the incident, Janine's house is in, in, in lockdown. Does the landlord know that we've got people living in an effigy? No, I think it'd be probably better if we kept that on the air. On the down low. Because I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's uh, structurally sound or even, yeah, up to code Look, in any way. I don't think people anything... people be living in an effigy. I don't think anything will go wrong. Everything's going to be fine. Is that true? Because I saw, I saw part of my eye fall off the other day. And I saw Corey have to glue it back on with the mucus from his nose. It worked, didn't it? He did a good job. I actually think Corey is making that structure stronger by the day. He's making it uglier by the day. What's that technique in Japanese culture where you break a pot and you put it back together with gold? That's like what's happening with me. This wooden sculpture of me is cracking under the the rain and the pressure because it's not sealed properly, and it's being glued back together with human snot. It's a hideous hideous version of a beautiful ancient practice. It's it's ghoulish, is what it is. I want it gone and I want them gone. You're not going to kick your knee now. I might just You have are, You owe her. I tried to get her into the heart pounders. She wouldn't listen. I told her that she had to grovel. She said she wouldn't do it. I grovelled I, w- I won't tell you what I grovelled But I grovelled To get into that gang She wouldn't grovel And she wouldn't give up All her family photos That's one of the One of the rituals um, To get into the gangs. you have to burn All um, memories of everyone else In your life Oh right Yeah she was hanging on To all these photos of Corey And of her late husband And um, yeah She wouldn't let them burn them She's weak I think she's got integrity Hmm some say integrity. Some say human frailty. Well, speaking of integrity, mm. how's uh, how's your lady doing in the veepsteaks? Oh, clobbercher? Yeah. Well, there hasn't been really much uh, push on the veepsteaks oh. this week because um, she's been all about that hot bake. That hot bake? And let me take you through the takes on the hot bake. Yeah? Yes. So, club um, was doing a chef challenge with... Um, this chef Andrew Zimmerman, I don't know, um, some virtual hot dish cook-off um, for a food bank feeding hungry families during the pandemic? To be perfectly honest with you, Daddy, I'm not such a maid of this hot-bake-hot-take. Oh, why not? Well, have a listen to this. All right. Right, this is something that
1: started, actually, uh, Senator Franken started it way, way back
0: in uh, the Senate. Uh, when he had his hot dish contest and it was bipartisan every member of our Minnesota delegation. That's not true uh, for a start. And Democrat entered in and the very first one that judges the whole thing. very I first won. one. Ha. And it was for this recipe um, uh, with my taconite tater tot hot dish. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit daddy. What, what do you mean, spooky? She thinks she's trying to say that that's her taconite tater tot hot dish. That's my taconite tater tot hot dish. Clobbyshaw stole it from you. I was hot on the tail of that taconite tater tot hot dish. But you always call them your club tater tots. I call them my clobb tater tots because it was a collab. It was a kitchen collab. Oh. But I came up with the concept. So I- she's taken your collab and made it a solo. Well, she's made it from tater tots, right? Right. She's trying to pretend that they're tater tots. Yeah. But they're not. What are they? They're potato gems. Fuck off. From Australia, oh. that I brought over. That's why they're so crispy. Oh. You don't get you don't get potato gems like that over in America. Not crispy ones. They're kind of soggy, are they? They're all kind of soggy. Oh. And they've all got like corn in them. Right. Because every Austra- every American food has corn in it. Do you know? Yeah. Look, I I I have heard this. Yeah. You try to drink a glass of water in America. It's got a little bit, a little couple of um. Nibs of corn in it. God. Mm. That sounds like a hellish place Whole kernels me? sometimes, yeah. So what are you going to do about this? If, if Klopp's stolen your idea? Well, I mean, Club still hasn't followed me back on Twitter. Right. And she's not taking my calls now. Um, She did send back all of those frogs, which was probably the last meaningful correspondence that I had with her. And now she's stealing my ideas to create... Um, hot dishes? And she even says the secret is the pepper jack cheese. Which, I can tell you one thing, the pepper jack cheese is not cheese. Oh, what's this? Is this Australian brie or something? Or what is it? No, it's something that I created with my own body. It's my toenails. Oh. You know what, I think Amy Klobuchar can take that one. She's obviously got some chihuahua. That she's grinding their toenails into this, um, tater Tot hot dish to use as the secret Pepper Jack's cheese. She's obviously got some other young, young buck chihuahua that she's grinding the toes of. You're the other woman, Spooky. I am the other woman. I mean, I suppose I can't be there to to offer up my toes for the Pepper Jack cheese, but I wish she would have told me, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, that other chihuahua's going to be shaving her legs, you know, Mm. Now, while she's competing in the vape stakes. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, I don't really envy that chihuahua very much, right? Because there's a lot of... I, there's a lot of things I loved about club, but it was a lot of work. Yeah. So is that it? Is that you and her done? Well, I think I'm still going to try to report on club every week because I think everyone's really interested. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people do really like that. I mean, maybe let us know, um, listeners, talking to the listeners now. Hello, are you one of the listeners? This is Spooky Sue. I'm going to give you a little bit of um, ASMR, and I'm going to try to convince you that you should really care about what clobature has to say, alright? And if you do really care about what clobature has to say, why don't you write in? Why don't you write in and tell me? Tell me how much you love Club. I'd like that. Oh, I've got this, got this book, it's just full of bits of paper oh how will I get through them all anyway if you want any more of that then you'll uh, send us through um how much you love club on the Instagram find us at Spooky Speaks oh daddy I'm getting a phone call oh oh well, I... oh, it's Michaelia Cash oh my god pick up we can we can, oh. we can, have her on the pod we can do an interview what a, what a, what a scoop oh my god alright oh hello Michaelia what Sorry for what do you mean, Michalia? What are you talking about? A curry for the country? <laughs> I'm going to tell the Prime Minister that one. What? What, what, what are you going to tell the Prime Minister? A curry for the country. I lo- what? I'm not talking anything about curries. Oh, I love Indian food. It's my favourite food. What? I promise you I will Michalia, do it. you're freaking me out, alright? Okay, I'm going to have to let you go. Alright, so I had to hang up, Daddy. Mm. I don't know what she was talking about. Do you reckon that's some kind of threat? I'm not sure. I mean, famously, I did spill a tikka masala on... Michaelia Cash years ago yeah maybe she's do you think she, maybe she's having one of those um, sort of like regression therapy psychotic breaks oh, wouldn't I, be the first time no it wouldn't be that um, she's got to start seeing a different psych. that's horrible oh I better put my phone on silent oh, she's texting me oh she's texting me the same thing she's just texting me I'll have a curry for the country She's now she's saying you'll have a curry for the country Oh. we'll all have a curry for the country it's my favourite food, give it to me, give me all the curry. It's, That's very ominous. I don't know, I think I might have to report this um, to, um, to the councilman. I think um, they'd be very interested in this kind of um, unhinged behaviour from a, from a senator. What's she the senator of again? She's the senator of unemployment, skills, small and family business. That's not the kind of person you want in your family business, well, that's what I'm going to say. Not kind of, not the kind of skills you'd want either, really. No. Oh my god, so off the rails. Well, maybe we'll get her on an interview when she's being a little bit less batty. Yeah, mm. let's hope. What do you reckon, Spooky? Should we uh, try and clear the air of Michaelia with uh, your favourite part of the week? I've got a bridging visa for you, Daddy, you know I do. I know, I've, I've, I've seen you sort of buzzing around about it. Oh, yes, yes, i got a great bridging visa for you this week. All right, well, shall we do the song? Let's hit that sting. Bridging visa, you're cry there. Bridging visa, I came through the air. All right, we're back in back in place, Spooky. And just the normal one this week. Just the classic... Bring it to you, classic and crispy. Yeah. Um, like I do every week, except for other weeks, when I have a topical bridge. Yes. This bridge, very close to home, very classic bridge. Oh. Um, it's the Montague Street Bridge. Oh, I love this bridge. It's a railway bridge in South Melbourne, um, and it's located at 83 Montague Street between Woodcutt Street and Gladstone Lane. Oh. Now, so why it's... do you love this bridge so much, Well, Sturkey? this bridge is just a troublemaking bridge. Oh, so it's and a mean, little bit like you. I thought it was quite relevant to this episode because, you know, I've gotten into a little bit of strife. Yeah, you're in a little bit of trouble. Much like this bridge. But much like this bridge, a lot of the strife I got into was because I had to be fundamentally altered because of um, intense flooding. Oh. also oh, tell me more. Well, I had to be fundamentally altered for an internal flooding years ago, which led me, which um, led to me becoming infertile. Oh, um, this bridge had to be fundamentally altered because um, when it was made in nineteen sixteen, um, it would uh, flood um, all the time, and they had to raise the pedestrian crossing and eventually raise the uh, the ground of the bridge up about. Um, Three feet. Well, I'm sure that wouldn't produce any problems, Spooky. Well, it meant that it had one of the lowest, uh... What would you call it, like, height gauges of any bridge? Oh, Only so it had a low ceiling, A it? low ceiling, that's right. Only three metres. Oh. Oh, well. How many people do you know that are more than three metres? Well, it's not a pedestrian bridge, Daddy. It's for trucks and all sorts. Oh. Oh, now I'm starting to see the problem. Um, what have I got here in my notes? Um... Oh, I love to check my notes in um, Bridging Visa. You know, Bridging Visa, what I love most about it is that I can be very honest with the public and say that I have notes. Yes, it's... uh, The rest of the time, I'm really just flying off the seat of my pants. Yes, Bridging Visa, it's so research. But this one, I've got research, I've got notes, I can refer to them. Yeah. I can be like, hey, let's take a break here. Let's try to get it right. Let's go to the notes. No, I mean right? what's the point of having an interest if you're not pursuing it with a scholarly passion? Exactly. What is it? That's in- what Corey always says. He might. He might do that, alright? I'll get, I'll give I'll give him that. I mean yeah, I get it. I bet he's not interested in anything cool like bridges, but you know, whatever. What is he interested in? Plants? Yeah. Le- leaves? Leave me alone. <laughs> That's what I say. Um all right, so what have I got? In um 1934, South Melbourne Council raised the underlying street level Oh, so that's when they did it In 1934 is when they raised the underlying street level um, So from, I guess from 1916 to 1934 The bridge would flood almost all the time No, oh. So it was, a, it was a problem from the get-go Oh, well, but I mean, like, you do like a bridge with a bit of water underneath it I mean, bridge over troubled water Exactly That makes my basement wet in 2016, um, okay, so it's been, it's been a, a problem ever since. Um, f- very famous crashes. There's a very famous website that's dedicated to it. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I, and I'm, I'm going to log on now. Such a great website. Really want to shout it out. Um, it's called How Many Days Since Montuku Street Bridge Has Been Hit.com. Oh, right. Oh, well... Would you days? like to... Would you like to take a guess? Um... 100 days. Um, that's close, but it's actually, um, 74 days. Oh. Oh. Since it's been hit. God, that's not very long, is it? Not very long. The longest, um, the, the reigning champion of, um, the crash that happened, um, uh, and then had the le- the most amount of days before another crash happened was on Monday the fifth of February twenty eighteen. Mm. Um and that was a uh Izuzu truck. Oh yes. And there's a photo of it here. On this website you can see all of the photos. If you go to the history, you have the bout date, the contester, the winner, the aftermath and they always have a photo of the crushed truck. It's it's incredible. Oh. It's an incredible website. I really recommend everyone go on it. Well, h- how long was that accident drought? So that accident drought and the winner is um, two hundred and forty-eight days, which oh, is wow. almost a year. That's very impressive. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that this 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 flood that this, this bridge had problems with flooding initially, mm. and now it's it's plagued by the constant embattlement of the flood of trucks which keep crashing into it. Yes. Some say it's cursed, mm. um, because. When the drought is broken, um, it tends to just sort of pile on. Oh. Like, there can be very long periods where there's no crashes, but then there'll be, like, one crash, and then it'll sort of sort of uh, trigger a train of um, reaction uh, crashes. Oh, it's a bit like a, like a mirror kind of thing, right? Like, seven days of bad luck or something. True, something like that. Or, like, um, so Janine, when I was researching this with Janine, Janine said it's kind of like, if you lose your wallet, and then, like, you know, the next day, maybe you'll lose it again but then, like, you, you might not lose it for a year, but then, like, you'll lose it over the course of, like, five years. Um, it seemed like a very personal anecdote to her. Oh. Because it really it didn't make a lot of sense for me. Oh, I'll go and ask her about it afterwards. How this. could you lose your wallet every day for five years? I wonder how she's going with the frogs. I think the frogs definitely ate these mushroom wreaths with you. You're spooky. Oh, look, I mean, I'm in the spirit of, um, bridging Visa and no soiled wreaths can get me down. Oh. Oh, that's good, Spooky. Like the many bridges of Bridging Visa, I'm going to... Soar <laughs> over it. Oh, that's always such a lovely part of the pod. Yeah. So, I mean, other notes that I've got on this bridge... Isn't it a great bridge? Such a wrecker. Such a fucking wrecker, huh? <laughs> we're still going on about this bridge, Oh, I could go on about this bridge all day. So, in 2016, the government installed several paddles, Daddy. Oh, yes. That would whack cars as they were approaching the bridge... Because, you know, to try to deter them. Right. It would be prattling on their roofs, being like, No, please don't go in this bridge. No. there was, And then there was also more signage put up, um, adding up to at least 27 individual warnings and markings leading up to the bridge entrance. But do you think that stopped them? I'm sure it must have. In that year alone, there was 12 crashes. Oh, fuck off. You deserve to get stuck. I feel like at that point, you deserve... You, you, you are asking to be stuck under that bridge. You want to be, don't you? Yeah. You hate your job. You're on ice. Just ram your bridge and... Ram your, ram your truck into a bridge, I suppose. I, you know what's spooky? That was a good bridging visa. It was. Thank you. That's uh, lightened my life. Oh, it's a fun one. It's yeah. a fun bridge. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been a big week, hasn't it, it's Spooky? Oh, it's been a massive week. And it's, um... You know, it's not over yet. Yeah. The Bailey hearing's just the start yes. of the doggy defence. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a court date next week, but uh, there's a few down the line, aren't there? i have to be mounting my doggy defence uh, every week, probably, at, at least thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I was thinking next week I'd get uh, uh, Sylvester um, Flanders-Nagel on the pod. Maybe you can have a chat with him. God. I think he'd be a really great father figure for you. Do I have he's someone to? actually very cool that you could look up to. Do I have to talk to him? He's very cool. I think he's a bit of a twat spooky. He told me that he could get you a, a fob watch if, you, if you'd if you like it. <sighs> Alright. Okay, that's next week. Talking to Sylvester. Do you have a poem for us, Spooky? I do have a poem. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you want to read it for me? I would love to. All right, Daddy, this is a bit of an angry one, because, um, as a poem I wrote just before I went, uh, you know, into my bail hearing. There was a lot of uncertainty in the air, and I was just thinking, you know, what would I really like to do? Anyway, here's a, here's a poem. It's called Fiery Pits of Hell. I've seen things you people wouldn't imagine. Australian military helicopters on fire off the shoulder of Nook's cranny. I watch Tikka Masala trickle down a lamb's wool blaze atop, sparkling like the Christmas lights at Kirribilli House. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Time to rise. Time to rise and claim my spot among the stars, to ascend those starry stairs with blistering eyes full of demon's love, and dance, dance like a bat out of hell, and drive fast, fast, faster into the sunrise to steal the first bread of the morning. <sighs> Bravo, Spooky. <sighs> what a poem. Oh, thank you, yes. Quite, quite a, bit of a bit of gravitas to that one. Yeah, a yeah, real kick. Oh, well, I'm exhausted. See you in heaven, Daddy. <sighs> See you in heaven.